Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed on Triple H 100.1. We are interviewing professionals on the topic of seeing the bigger picture. For today's program, we'd like to welcome Dale Crosby from High Tech Soft Tech. Dale is passionate about working closely with accounting and advisory firms to improve their performance. Dale particularly enjoys working with professional firms to develop the strongest possible relationship with their clients through the development and implementation of business and financial advisory services. Welcome, Dale. Thank you very much, Adrian. Great to have you with us here today. And on Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed, we're trying to find out how people in their careers or in business can think outside of the bubble that we get ourselves into. Before we get started on our questions, I just wanted to see if you had some uh, ideas and approaches that we could take to sort of get ourselves thinking bigger about the world. (laughs) Um, it's interesting listening to your introduction to me talking about developing and implementing business and financial advisory services. At the end of the day, what I think I really do with, uh, with business owners is, is really help them think outside the square. And often the biggest challenge we've got, particularly in a world that's changing constantly, is uh, uh, challenging ourselves uh, and changing behaviour. So whether it's at a personal level or a business level, it's often... The biggest challenge, and I, I work with business owners from micro businesses up to senior executives and large organisations, and they all have the same challenges. That is, they're so busy doing what they do on a day-to-day basis that they simply struggle to find the time to sit back and stop and think. Mm. Uh, and often, that's the biggest challenge. If we if we give ourselves the time uh, to actually think about what we're doing, where we want to go, uh, even though sometimes that's uncomfortable. Uh, then we stand a much better chance of actually getting somewhere. Uh, I, I really believe change is wonderful and yeah. change creates opportunities. Uh, it can be very uncomfortable yes. uh, by the same token. Uh, it can uh, really give us the opportunity to experience all the things we want in life. Mm. And I suppose that's uh, that's a big uh, topic that is about today is about when you are thinking bigger or or wanting to make those changes it is about change yeah it is absolutely and and inevitably when i when i sit down and talk with business owners uh we do talk about the business and the need to change the business uh in this day and age uh, business environment is changing dramatically and, and we see that more than anything else with technology and the internet and mm-hmm. the way people are buying and making decisions. Uh, but again, the, the biggest challenge that I face is, is getting business owners to think outside the square, mm-hmm. uh, to think differently. An example is a, a business I've been working with for now for about 18 years uh, and that business works in the irrigation sector. And, and very traditional business, the owner provides a range of services that he's provided successfully over many years. Around about four or five years, we decided that that business really needed to start thinking about online mm. um, selling. And he was quite resistant. He said, you know, my customers aren't interested in online. They come into the store and buy. Very gradually and carefully, we challenged him. And, uh, and at this stage now, that uh, online business is doing incredibly well and growing very fast. Mm. But it can be a challenge to change the way we think about things. Yes, and that's been a huge hurdle for many businesses to embrace the online space. 
definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, well, I've seen that challenge myself in my own business. Yeah. Moving from a consulting uh, and and business coaching role, which I still do, uh, to very much focusing on uh, providing people with information at a time that suits them. Yes. We're all busy in our lives. Yes. Well, let's get on to our first question, which is what are the pros and cons of staying in one's comfort zone? So a comfort zone is... is what we're doing what we're used to doing yeah. and, and we do it because it works well for us and we're comfortable with it and sometimes in most cases it gets results mm. uh, but as I said before I think the challenge is really um, considering what would happen if we change things mm. uh, would we get a better result or a different result would we see opportunities in a business world uh, the disadvantage of just staying in our comfort zone are often are that we fall behind what other competitive businesses are doing uh, particularly those that are progressive, those that are looking to uh, achieve growth or move into new sectors or engage with their customers in a different way. Uh, so if we don't keep up, if we don't continually challenge ourselves, we're going to find ourselves drifting behind. Yes. And mo business models are really... Uh it's interesting because over the time, uh, people have to change their business model to keep keep up with what's going on. They do. We see that in every sector. I, know I work predominantly in the accounting and financial services sector where there's incredible change uh, as a result of technology, mm. um, uh, outsourcing, the way uh, that uh, customers expect to receive information and the way they expect to engage with their, their service providers. Uh, but you see the same thing in manufacturing and retail environments nowadays. Mm. Uh, it's changing so dramatically. And Unless, as business owners, we stop and look around and do some reading, talk with friends, talk with other business owners, uh, attend workshops and conferences. Yes. Uh, it, it's often easy just to continue doing what we've done in the past because it's worked in the past. Yes. Uh, we, we see that a lot in a lot of small family businesses that, that, that are around, particularly retail businesses, where people continue to do what they've always done. Uh, and they don't challenge themselves. And as a result, they find their businesses uh, over time starting to drift away. Mm. Uh, so it's those businesses particularly that uh, that need to take the time to sit back and reflect. Mm. And opportunities are always out there. It's not rocket science. No, it's interesting because with the digital transformation, uh, it was something that sort of was unexpected but it just took hold and it just has grown and grown and grown over the last 15, 20 years and uh, and some of the businesses around have been going along for a lot longer than that so it must have taken them by surprise, by surprise. in a way. <laughs> <laughs> to, to some extent, yes, but again it creates opportunities and, and I think that's the exciting thing. Uh, mm. Opportunities even to uh, for business owners to get more balance in their lives rather than doing what they've always done in the past mm. uh, to be able to focus on uh, having more engagement and conversations with their customers and clients rather than uh, uh, being in a position where they're simply providing a product or a service and, and the customer moves on. We see that in the retail sector as well now 
where for retail businesses to survive, they have to have a customer experience which is strong and uh, and engaging yes. and fun. I mean, that's what brings customers in. Yes, and uh, on the digital space, it do, it can be that it can be uh, much more engaging and fun. It can. It can also be a challenge as well. Only yesterday, I had a a phone call from one of my uh, uh, long term business clients who. Who made? Uh, he wanted some advice. He'd received a um, a phone call from a client. Uh, this was the irrigation company. Uh, he'd actually gone out to the client to provide a service, and the client uh, and, and and presented a bill. <laughs> uh, the client uh, contacted him twenty four hours later and said, "I've just been onto your online shop, and the prices you've." got for your product on your online shop are very different to the prices you've quoted in the bill for seeing me personally and I'm not happy with it (sighs) so then he had to explain well there's a difference between buying a product in the online shop and actually receiving a product plus a service yes uh, and uh, and obviously you know our time is money and 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 that adds value to you but what he hadn't done up front is actually communicate that to the to the customer and to say, well, this is what we're actually providing for you, uh, and it, it's adding great value. And yeah. it wouldn't have caused the problem, but often we don't think about those things. Yes, and uh, that that step between uh, the digital space and personal business one-on-one space is still quite important too. It's, it's more important than ever, and uh, working in the sectors that I work in, accounting and financial services, technology is insidious. It's everywhere. Mm. Uh, and it's used to streamline processes. It's used to make the delivery of services um, a lot quicker and faster. And there's always that tendency, I think, to feel that the solution lies in the technology. But in actual fact, what I find is all the technology should be doing is freeing us up to be able to focus on more communication with our with our clients and customers, um, more engagement, sitting and having conversations with them yes. rather than let the technology take over. Yeah. So the technology is not the solution. It's actually the enabler of, of better communication, as you say. That's why I like to use the term high-tech soft touch. Yes. Uh, we focus on the technology, but then it creates the opportunity to sit down and engage. Next question is, what do you recommend about thinking bigger about your goals and aspirations well, Adrian, I think the first thing to do is simply stop <laughs> and, and, and I mean I, I actually read a blog article this morning before I came here about the importance of stopping and not always focusing on what's the next thing we have to do because sometimes life is so busy and we continue to be very task focused we're busy with our personal lives and our social lives and our business lives and all the other little things that come along on a day-to-day basis we don't take the time to stop and sometimes it's not even thinking it's just stopping thinking so that our mind opens up Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think in this environment where we're so responsive to what's going on around us it's important to do that as Mm -hmm. a first step Mm And when we stop, we create the opportunity to think about what we're doing, uh, what others are doing as well. Uh, and uh, I, re- I reflect on a business environment, which is obviously where I work, but it also relates to personal life as well. We need to be prepared to be challenged. And often that's a difficult thing. Uh, when we're challenged by other people, often we get defensive and we think, well, what's wrong with what I'm doing? Um, or why am I being attacked? <laughs> but, yeah. but in reality... Uh, I mean, I certainly in my role as a, as a business coach and consultant, what I'm trying to do is open up people's uh, minds to uh, not only what they're doing, but what could be, mm. uh, what life could be like if they did something differently, mm. and then to discuss how they could get there. 
but it's a very slow process. Mm. I work with quite successful business owners who really still get in a rut. Um, I saw one of my clients uh, a couple of days ago. I sit down with him for a couple of hours once a month, and I've been doing that for six years. Mm. And it's funny, we we drip away at things, and he's got issues going on in his personal life and uh, with his kids and his wife and family and business as well. Mm. And whilst we're talking about business, the conversation is very broad, so it covers up all the things that are challenging him in his life. Uh, and, And I know I can see from my perspective exactly what he needs to be doing. Uh, but sometimes he listens, sometimes he doesn't. Yes. And sometimes it'll be six months before all of a sudden he thinks himself, oh, that's what I should be doing. Yeah. And, and he, he's forgotten that we talked about it, but, he, but all of a sudden it just clicks. The penny drops. The penny drops. Well, uh, if you take the example of business owners, they are there for a reason. They're, they've ha- had their... Uh, their goals set. They've uh, they've had a direction, and they're generally very strong-willed and uh, and know what they're on about. And to actually have that challenge can can be a bit a bit of a challenge in itself. I think so too. And and when we're so busy doing what we're doing just to survive sometimes and I know a lot of small business owners particularly uh, are in survival mode from day to day that they need the yeah. cash flow to be able to pay the bills to be able to pay their staff to be able to take care of personal expenses and it can be confronting yes. to actually sit back and and be exposed to what's not happening yes. and, and what could happen it can be quite um, uh, quite confronting and uh, and disturbing. Mm. Uh, so we need to get used to that. Uh, yeah. From an external perspective, I see the opportunities. I love change mm. uh, because I, I know if we start looking at what could be, we all of a sudden start seeing so many things around us that uh, uh, that represent opportunities to grow at a personal level and a business mm. level. And this is where innovation and putting time aside for innovation becomes so important. Yes, definitely. And, and sometimes it's good to see what um, other people around us are doing, mm. again, either at a personal level or at a business level. If we're in a particular industry, hopefully we take the opportunity to go out and see what our competitors are doing. Uh, we identify perhaps one competitor who we um, uh, can use as a benchmark yes. and look at what they're doing and how they're doing it. Uh, yeah. I think the online marketing space is a great example of that where mm. uh, in most of the industries I work there are competitors that are doing some things very very well uh, and other businesses struggle and they say well what are they doing differently uh, yeah. wh- and why can't I do what they're doing why doesn't it work for me yes. so starting to understand that is important yeah. getting out and talking to competitors or attending conferences and workshops to see what's going on going back to the point about change uh, things are changing so fast and we do have to keep ourselves educated and up at what's going on at the time definitely and the skills are changing as well uh, in the accounting and financial services sector that I work in traditionally the skill base has been very technical you know, relying on a high degree of knowledge and expertise about about tax or financial services or financial planning, mm. and that's still important. But increasingly, it's the other skills. It's it's the emotional intelligence which is important. Being able to communicate and listen to people, uh, being able to engage in conversations, to be able to ask the right questions, things like active listening. Yes. Uh, which sometimes we think we understand, but we don't. Yeah. And that can be tremendously difficult for people whose 
um, sense of self-worth is based on their technical knowledge. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they think they're adding value by telling a customer or a client everything about the product or service that they're offering, which is adding value. Yes. But the real value comes in sitting back and asking the right questions and taking the customer or client on a journey about where they want to go. Mm. And that's what excites them. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's something that we as human beings can do and uh, the computer side can't, won't be able to do that. It, it can't. The funny thing is we often, uh, in a social environment, we do that quite well. And I, I've, I've talked with, you know, with accountants who struggle with opening up and having engaging conversations with clients. And I say, well, you're doing this at a social level. You'll sit down with your friends or family and have a good conversation. Mm. Why don't you do it with your clients and your customers? And they say, well, it's uncomfortable. It's a bit yucky. Yeah. And, you know, they don't expect that. They just want us to tell them things related to the service they're providing. But in actual yeah. fact, they don't. They want to be treated like real people. Yes. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, uh, well, that goes on very well to our next question, which is what happens when people go out of their comfort zone and they actually do test these new approaches? It, it can be a bit uh, yucky. And, uh, it can be daunting. Yeah, uh, daunting. Clearly the first issue is uh, anxiety develops, and that, I think that's pretty common. It's It's a physiological response to changing our environment. Uh, I think if we're going to embrace change, we need to accept that and understand that it's not our body telling us that we should be going back to doing what we're doing, but it's also uh, demonstrating that, that we are outside our comfort zone mm. uh, and we need to take the time to settle down and uh, and uh, accept that physiological response to change. It's the old fight or flight, fight yeah. or flight syndrome, yes. uh, which is reappearing, you know, we're... we're our body senses we're in danger because we're doing something we haven't done before and it starts to get stressed and anxious. Yes. So we need to be aware of that and, and that applies to any situation at a personal or business level. Yeah. So I think that's the first thing, yeah. to accept that. Do you recommend things like meditation and and that, that style of thing? Yeah. Meditation, okay. uh, from my own perspective, I think sitting down and meditating means freeing up your mind to focus on perhaps something that you're not focusing on at the moment. And meditation is a fantastic way of, of it, giving your mind the opportunity to explore things in a different way. Uh, but it doesn't have to be formal meditation. Even just sitting down and going to a beach somewhere and, and just letting your mind drift yeah. or going and having coffee and not worrying about what's going on in your life for just separating yourself from your day-to-day -day life. Yes. Uh, from my own perspective, uh, what works for me is, uh, is a simple form of medita a simple meditative process, which is deep breathing. Right. If I find yeah. myself getting anxious, then I actually focus on the physiological response to that anxiety yeah being outside my comfort zone which is simply to focus on breathing a little better and deeply uh, yeah. for short periods of time and that's part of the meditative process as well yeah. so yeah. It, those little simple things work incredibly well dale we've been talking about think thinking bigger and moving out of our comfort zone but what's some of the best ways that you recommend to approach achieving goals I think in a simple, a simple answer, it's one one step at a time, and and the reason I say that is often our goals, are, we we have dreams and and desires in terms of where we want to go, but sometimes they're so far in the distance we we can't relate to them, mm. uh, and 
often we're so busy on the day to, in the day-to-day that we don't actually see ourselves achieving our goals. So I, I think often the first step is to identify what that next step is. Mm. Uh, so one step at a time. I, I use a process which I've done for years with myself and my clients, a process called Developing Smart Actions. Right. And SMART is an acronym. Um, It stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic and Time-Bound. And what that does is it forces me, if there's something that I want to do, to identify what's the specific thing that I need to do next to actually get where I need to get. Obviously, to begin with, you've got to have an idea of what that is. And sometimes we find that difficult, you know. Um, Do I want to retire uh, uh, and... uh, uh, have financial security and be able to take overseas trips and do all of those things as an example. Well, yeah. we all have that aspiration. What am I going to do now to help my, get myself to there? Or do I just think it's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, maybe, it, well, maybe it will just happen. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen. Uh, but we stand a much better chance of getting there if we have a plan in place. So mm. I, I think one step at a time is important. And, and mm. documenting things, putting, putting them in writing. The other thing that's particularly important is having some level of accountability. Uh, And by that I mean having somebody around us who makes us accountable for what we said we'd do. Uh, At a personal level, it can be our spouse or somebody in the family or or a close friend. Maybe a close friend might be better in some cases. (laughs) Uh, and at a business level, uh, a business partner or perhaps an external coach or consultant or, or just a mentor that we know. Uh, that can help keep us on track. Yes. And uh, all successful business people, whether formally or informally, have some sort of mentoring relationship. And that applies to a small business owner that just owns a retail business to a senior executive of a large corporation. They'll always have people that they share ideas with that that keep them accountable. Mm. Uh, Otherwise, we all have that tendency to drift back into our comfort zone. Yes, and uh, that having a, a, a timeline uh, to have something done by has a, a miraculous effect on people. It does. Uh, in the break, we were talking about the value of workshops and conferences as a way of getting away from what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and exploring mm what other people are doing and what we could be doing. And, and I think that's a really important part of the process. Mm. But the challenge we face is, is when we finish that and we come back to our day-to-day, it's so easy just to continue what we're doing, what, we, what we've done, what we've done mm-hmm. before. Yes. Uh, so we get into, uh, I guess, a rut. Yeah. Uh, we can get all excited about what could be and then we're brought down to earth very quickly you know, when we've got issues uh, back, at, uh, back at work. Yeah. Uh, so I think... Uh, Often the challenge is to be able to have some sort of place, process in place to keep us accountable. Mm, yeah. At a business level, it often uh, getting regular financial reports or reports on how we're going in terms of achieving our goals, it creates that accountability. Mm. I, I think it's, it's a bit easier in the, uh, in the workplace because you have people around you depending on you. Uh, when you uh, work for yourself or if it's a, a personal thing that you're wanting to work on, it, it makes it uh, – it's a different sort of uh, – there's not the same amount of pressure uh, around. <laughs> Your financial future isn't dependent on it. You don't have yes. to worry about the salary that's coming around. Uh, look, I, I agree. Um, at a personal level, again, friends are often the best way to create that accountability. Uh, don't be afraid to share your uh, your goals and your aspirations and what you're doing with the people around you. Um, 
make yourself vulnerable. Talk about what it is you want to achieve. Be emotional about it mm. uh, with your friends and, and family and, and let them share in your uh, aspirations. I think that's a really yeah. important thing. Yeah. Not, not be afraid to share your ideas and thoughts. Yeah, well, being it comes back to motivation, doesn't it? And really getting yourself excited about moving forward. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. And, and life brings its curveballs all the time you know we're not all sort of motivated all the time we all go through periods where we don't feel motivated to do anything (laughs) (laughs) or we'd like to be in a different place uh we just need to accept that's part of uh part of life and uh and uh uh, rather than resist it, just uh, look again for those opportunities when they come along. Yes. Um, I, I get excited about new things that I hear about or uh, uh, conversations that I'm having with people uh, that, that encourage me to think in a different way. Yeah. Uh, and some of those ideas and thoughts uh, uh, result in actions. Others just sit in the background and something at some stage in the future will uh, bring them to the surface. Yeah. You just never know. Yes. Well, well, thank you so much for being in the studio with us today. I, I think your uh, practical approach about taking things one step at a time is really, uh, really valuable and to take a bit of time out just to think about uh, what we're doing and, uh, and get a bit of clarity around uh, our goals and aspirations is, is really important too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's the number one thing. And, and not put too much pressure on ourselves. Yes. Oh, well, thanks so much for being with us today. This podcast will be put up onto Mixcloud. This is Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed on Triple H 100.1. Our program is sponsored by the Professional Services Marketing Conference of 2019, which is on the 17th of August at the Sydney Boulevard Hotel. And thanks for listening in.